<sighs> so here we are. It's the middle of December. I already know what you're thinking. You don't know what to get your wife. You don't know what to get your husband. Or you don't know what to get your kids. Don't even trip. I got you. Head on over to Studio5StarOfficial.com where you can find all of your anime sticker needs, cool memes, and clothing options as far as tees and cool Christmas sweaters. Right now, if you use their promo code on their website, you can get 20% off. That's right, 20% off. In a world where we get no breaks, this is a big break. Make sure you head on over there, man. Those boys are great, and they're doing wondrous work with anime graphics. Studio5StarOfficial.com. Remember, use their promo code on their site, 20% off. You cannot beat this. Check them out, Studio5StarOfficial.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Once again, this is Wrestle Raiders, where we dig in the crates of wrestling yesterday and focus our minds towards the wonders of wrestling tomorrow. I'm your host, Frank Petrelli, once again back, the host with the most in the building, coming off of a fantabulous episode of Monday Night Raw last night. And when I say fantabulous, damn it, I mean stacked from top to bottom. Not one issue I can have with the show. We're going to get into all of that right here, right now on the show. First things first that I want to get into. Let's address the elephant in the room from the door. CM Punk, Seth Rollins. Man, what a segment. Um, I made a comment on the show a couple of weeks ago that I did not need to see CM, excuse me, CM Punk with a bunch of people leading up to his big match at the Royal Rumble because we all knew that's where he was going to be focused towards. It's the beginning of his story. Well, um, I was kind of wrong about that. I've been loving seeing CM Punk interact with a bunch of different people on these different shows, whether it be Cora Jade and Shawn Michaels on NXT. You see him on SmackDown running into Kevin Owens and like interacting with Nick Aldis all those good deals. Monday Night Raw was a continuation of that, what seems to be tradition. Um, we had him reuniting with Kofi Kingston. We had uh, him backstage with Adam Pierce. We saw uh, him meet Chad Gable and Ricochet for the first time. And a lot of those things to some people seemed unnecessary, but I don't know. I've kind of turned the corner on it a little bit. I'm loving seeing CM Punk interact with these people now, and I kind of just feel weird about it because I was pretty strong that I didn't need to see it but the more and more time goes on the more and more the CM Punk interactions are just growing on me which leads me to my bigger point CM Punk and Seth Rollins Punk comes out gives his answer on where he wants to sign says that Raw's deal was better than any other deal that he was offered and he decides to sign on the dotted line with Mr. Adam Pierce. Pierce goes on record saying he's known him for over 23 years so this is a big deal um I gotta say, man, I didn't really see this going any other way. They could have thrown us a curveball and had him on Tuesdays or Fridays, but I don't think that it would have served the fans as much if he wouldn't have signed with Monday Night Raw. Which brings me to Seth Rollins. Cue his music. He signs the paper. Seth Rollins immediately comes out. The first thing that I noticed with Seth Rollins is the gate. Like, the way he's walking. It's with purpose. This is not Joker Seth Rollins. This is not the visionary, the revolutionary. This is not the Messiah. This was Seth Rollins, the man. This was Kobe Lopez. Colby Lopez, excuse me. Let's throw the L in his name so we make sure that we're 
pronouncing everything correctly. Colby Lopez is who was shining through those eyes, staring straight through CM Punk as he walked down to the ring. And as he's walking, the goosebumps on me are at an all-time high. Hair on the back of my neck is standing tall. I don't know what's about to happen, but at the same time, I have hopes on what's about to happen. I was hoping that we were going to get the seeds sown for an amazing WrestleMania feud, and by God, that's exactly what we got. Rollins gets in the ring, and first and foremost, welcomes Punk to Monday Night Rollins. A little bit of sports entertainment there, and some people say that it's unnecessary at the time. I think that this was the perfect time for that. I'm kind of over the whole real world, is it shoot, is it kayfabe, I just want to enjoy my pro wrestling, I don't really care about any of that stuff anymore, it's just not my concern, like I just want to sit back and enjoy the show man, and it seems like that that's where we're kind of pointing this towards, um, he tells Punk that he needs him to do him a favor, just one small thing, never ever call this place home, you spent so many years away from it, slandering me slandering everybody in the back those boys and girls back there that you were talking about those are my brothers and sisters and this is our home and i'll do anything that i can to protect my home against people like you first thing that i think of which i'm pretty sure many of you thought of was the hangman page promo against cm punk it felt verbatim not saying that he said the exact same things to a t but it felt verbatim now, it didn't feel like it came from the same place because, as we know, Hangman Page's promo was not supposed to go that way. He kind of went off script a little bit, trying to uh, pop the internet crowd and elicit a response that wasn't necessarily needed at the time. And you could tell that by CM Punk's eyes during the promo segment. CM Punk's eyes during this promo segment with Seth Rollins said business. I didn't get the feeling that things were being said that he didn't have knowledge of previously before they stepped out of the curtain. Um, Punk's rebuttal is that he's never been given anything and he wants to earn everything and is going to start that by entering the Royal Rumble and telling Seth Rollins that I'm going to win and when I do win, maybe you'll be the guy that I come after. Mic drop. Boom. Simple as that. Um, Man... There was just some key moments in this promo that we all kind of were waiting for that had me like, oh, wow, this is going to be amazing. Uh, Kudos to Seth Rollins for just being that stand-up professional player, man, and really driving home the point of professional ability. He said to CM Punk that he hates him with every fiber of his being. There was no pause. There was no dramatic inflection in his voice. That was just one dude letting another dude know, I'm not your biggest fan. But I also hear respect in his voice, and I also hear conviction towards the sport to have a great main event and showcase that title to be on the same level as Roman Reigns' Undisputed Universal Championship. And I feel like that's where we're heading with this. I don't feel like this is something that's going to be undersold. I don't feel like this is something that's going to be rushed. I feel like we are going to get that WrestleMania program out of these two, and I am far more than excited. I'm ecstatic. These are two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Going back to their Ring of Honor days, TNA days, wherever you want to take it, I followed both of these gentlemen their entire career. So this is going to be an amazing feud. We've got them in ring before. Nowadays, Seth is a completely different animal. Punk also has stepped into a different gear as a... How do I say here? 
elderly's not the word. An elder wrestler. And I just think this match is going to be a banger and could either open the card of WrestleMania or close the card of either night. And to be honest with you, I'm here for it. I need it. And I know you guys do too. Let's step into some of the other matches that we got last night. These are going to be a little bit out of order and that's okay. But Ivar and Bronson Reed, just two huge ham hocks colliding. Bang, bang, bang. I love it. I love it, and I know you guys like a meat matchup too. Um, Ivar is one of my favorite performers on the roster, and that came about just through his little small singles run. You know, he has Valhalla at his side, agile, big gentleman. He does his thing, man. And Bronson Reed, can we say enough about Bronson Reed, aka Jonah, aka the man who beat Okada? He's hitting on all cylinders right now, man. And to be honest, I love the fact that this is like an undercard feud that could lead into Gunther again. Because both of these guys are just amazing athletes and doing really well in the undercard. And Gunther needs some more challengers. We don't have to necessarily run something new. We can run it back with either one of them and I'd be satisfied. Or we can get another match with these two again and I'd also be satisfied. I love my meat matchups, man. There was a lot of athleticism, cool cartwheels, and I honestly think that we're probably going to get this one again soon in the future. I know that this was supposed to be a blow off or whatever, but my fingers are crossed, man, because I love a good Monday Night Raw and I even love a great matchup even more. So kudos to those two gentlemen for keeping me entertained. This entire episode of Monday Night Raw from top to bottom kept me entertained, man. Um, We got Becky Lynch and Nia Jax in ring talking to each other, having a great promo segment, uh, similar flavors to the CM Punk and Seth Rollins, uh, stare down slash segment. I gotta be honest, man, Becky Lynch might've lost this one for me at the end where Nia Jax is like sitting there talking to her and Becky's like, come on, hit me, hit me. And Nia's all like, eh, you need it more than me. Got her immediately got her. Like, I am not about to sit here and make you even more famous like I did before by punching you in the schnoz. You'll have your time on my time. Nia Jax is being elevated through this feud, and Becky Lynch is keeping busy. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, Again, I'm a really big fan of undercard feuds that lead to championship opportunities. I really don't like when people just come in and get them like that, just opportunities after opportunities. I need to see these ladies duke it out, battle it out, and see who's going to actually go on to face Rhea Ripley at the Royal Rumble, because that's also on our minds here. Who's going to face the queen of Monday Night Raw? Um, Yeah, that was a really good segment. We're going to step into a six-man tag team match that was on Raw, DIY and The Miz versus Imperium. Great match. Amazing match. Uh, DIY has been kind of just there for me. Uh, I'm not really super invested into much that they have going on. I will say that the addition of Miz last night added a whole element to the match. As far as who he's facing with his uh, Miz's issues with Imperium, but also his former issues with Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. It was good to see them put that aside and acknowledge Miz as the performer that he actually is and the wrestler that he actually is. 
he doesn't get the respect that he deserves most times and I just love to see him in a great matchup being a stand-up guy actually getting the pin as well a clean pin with the skull crushing finale I couldn't have asked for more it was a great match and I just really 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 enjoyed myself and I'm finding that to be like my thing with Mondays now like I'm really enjoying Monday Night Raw and I can't really think of anything more that I would enjoy than just matchup after matchup like this week after week now I know that they can't do it all the time but hey man keep them coming while you can and uh, I'm trying to think what else was really 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 good for me on this card uh going back to the women's tag team titles we got to see Caden Carter and Katana Chance earn a future opportunity quote unquote future opportunity while facing Indy Hartwell and um Johnny Gargano's wife Candice LeRae her name escaped me for a second but I'm very excited about that as well I don't think that we really could do any better with the women's tag team division as unless they just wrestled on every show but I love Caden Carter and Katana Chance I think those ladies are fantastic fantastic and an actual tag team in a time where there aren't many actual tag teams you know so there's definitely some room there some big room there to keep things going and keep that division flourishing because it is one of the shining highlights of the WWE for me Let's talk main event. Let's talk the main event. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Cody Rhodes. Man. Um, I was wondering when we were going to get this one because the Royal Rumble is a bit far away, but this could main event a pay-per-view. This could be a number one contendership match that would main event a pay-per-view. I loved it. Um, Not a huge fan of the ending, but I knew we weren't going to get a straight up end to this one. Um, It just showed off some athleticism, really put Shinsuke in that realm of performer he deserves to be in. And let's just, you know what, let's go on record. Whoever's doing his packages, his promo packages, and the animations for his promo packages, phenomenal effort, phenomenal work. I love it. I love the animations. I love the subtitles. I love the theming. I love the backlighting when he's actually talking. I love the ominous undertones of music that are just kind of spliced in there. Everything about his presentation nowadays is just screaming star. And I don't know. I just really love it. And I'm told that they're apparently doing this with Nakamura and trying to get Okada to see like, hey, we do treat Japanese wrestlers correctly. Okada's contract is coming up here pretty soon, so we will see exactly how he reacts to this type of presentation shown to one of his great friends. But yes, Cody Rhodes and Nakamura definitely was a banger, and it was just really, really good. We started the night off, though, with Jey Uso and Drew McIntyre, another classic match between the two of them. Jey Uso takes the pin. No harm, no foul there. Jey Uso can do no wrong, especially by me. Uh, It was definitely a great match to start the card off, to start the night off right. Drew gets a well-deserved win, a much-needed win. I would really be curious to see what happens next week on the day one edition of Raw when we are getting 
actually I had to look. Is that next week? Is day one next week? I know that they have some upcoming uh, championship matches next week, so I'm not really sure if that'll be next week or not, but I do know that he has earned a match versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. That is actually our next title match that we're going to get. So maybe we can see him actually dethrone Seth. Who knows? Are we going to get Drew and Punk at Mania or the Rumble? Who knows? But it's definitely something to keep in mind. 100% something to keep in mind. Um, one person, one person that I felt there wasn't a strong enough presence of last night was Sami Zayn don't want Sami Zayn to get lost in the crossfire. I don't want Sami Zayn to get shuffled in the deck to a point where I can no longer find him. Um, I'm very much invested, very much invested on what happens with Sami Zayn and exactly what we're going to do. So I'm very, very hopeful for the future. And I think that we just have some really, really, really cool stuff going on. And this place is looking insane. WWE is definitely at a high right now. We also got Maxine Dupree and Rhea Ripley last night. Pretty good one. Very, very good one. I couldn't have any type of complaints from me. It was really good. A non-title match. Um... Monday Night Raw, all in all, man, just has done nothing but keep me entertained. And I can remember earlier this year where I felt like I was going to throw up watching that show. It was unbearable. I dreaded Mondays. Dreaded Mondays. And I just think since Triple H and his team have really got a good grip of the show and really dug their claws in, this is the best wrestling show on television. I'm just going to go out there on a limb. And yeah, I can't wait for next week. Um... I think that we are going to probably be back a little bit this week, probably after AEW Dynamite, uh, do some AEW review and SmackDown preview, as long as AEW is actually worth reviewing. Nothing against that show. I'm not a WWE purist, nor am I a WWE sympathizer or supporter in the sense that I hate other companies or dislike other companies. Just I have not enjoyed their show for the past month. So it's really hard for me to cover things that I don't enjoy. However, I do understand that we have fans and you guys want to hear us talk about it. So Thursday, we're going to be doing the SmackDown preview, AEW review. Um, Yeah, man. If you love wrestling like I love wrestling, make sure you're tuning in to as much wrestling as you possibly can. There's some great wrestling shows going on right now across the board from WWE, AEW if you're a fan of that, MLW still hitting. Um, There's some indies still that you can catch up on. Go on Netflix and check out the Wrestlers documentary about OVW and all the great work that Al Snow and them boys are doing in Louisville. Um, You could also go check out Uh, Three Legacies Wrestling in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They have an event coming up on the 16th, which is going to be amazing. You could also catch us there because I will be in attendance doing some wrestler interviews, pushing some merch and supporting all the local vendors. So make sure you guys, if you're in the Pennsylvania area, come out on December 16th to Three Legacies Wrestling in Lancaster, Pennsylvania over by the Barnstormers. Make sure you get your tickets. But in any event, this is the end of the show for right now. 
I gotta go get something to eat because I am starving, but I definitely have some really, really, really cool episodes coming up in these next coming weeks. We're also going to be doing a holiday party a little bit closer to Christmas, so tune in for that. Make sure that you guys keep yourselves tuned in, and I'll get with you later. This is Wrestle Raiders, where we dig in the crates of wrestling yesterday and focus our minds toward the wonders of wrestling tomorrow. Catch you later. Hey. Hey, you. Yes, you, the guy with the AirPods in his ear, staring at his phone, trying to figure out what podcast you want to listen to on your way home from work. Come closer. I got a suggestion for you. Go on any of your podcasting affiliates like Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, or any of those, even YouTube, and check out Wrestle Raiders. It's one of the best pro wrestling podcasts out right now that cover wrestling history. We dig in all of the crates. I'm talking going all the way back to the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Plus, we apply our mind to wrestling wonders of tomorrow. We're talking Raw, SmackDown, NXT, at times NWA, Impact Wrestling, and any other places that the fans are clamoring to hear about. And you got one of the best co-hosts of all time, me. Guess who the main host is? Me. Both of them, me, Frank Petrelli, and I'll guide you through anything and everything you need to and want to know about this pro wrestling landscape that is ever so changing. Check us out once again on all podcasting affiliates to get all of your pro wrestling news and needs. Wrestle Raiders. Catch you later.